0: UKFCU is federally insured by the NCUA. UK Federal Credit Union's Money Goals Podcast. We explore a broad range of topics affecting your money goals. Some are fun, some are a little more serious, but we always try to leave you better off and more aware of your version of financial wellness.
1: Welcome to the University of Kentucky Federal Credit Union's Money Goals Podcast. I'm Janet Beard, Business Development Manager and your host for today's show. It is October and fall is in the air, meaning the nights are getting longer and the days are getting shorter, but it also means it is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and today we are going to be talking about all things cybersecurity, more importantly, about the threats and the missteps. Joining me today is Mike Sloan. Mike is the information security officer here at UK Federal Credit Union, and he's going to be sharing his expertise to help us all stay safe online. Mike, thank you for joining me today. I'm glad to be here, Janet. Awesome. So we will just jump right in. Um, what? Tell the audience what is cybersecurity, what does it include, and who does it include? Because, Mike, when I think about it, the threats are coming, and they're coming for us all. Correct?
0: That is absolutely correct, Janet. Um, Before we actually jump into the uh, specifics of cybersecurity, I think it's pretty fair to just mention technology in general. Um, Our day-to-day lives are pretty much all around technology um, from everything we do. If you wanna know what's going on in the world, you turn to technology, you need to pay a bill. You um, turn to technology. Wanna even hear about the latest celebrity gossip? Technology's there for that also. Um, it's made a lot of our lives convenient in that respect, but in doing so, it's also made it convenient for cyber criminals. And uh, cybersecurity is actually what is referred to as the art of protecting data from unauthorized access or criminal use. Um, That doesn't just include company data, but also each individual's personal data. Um, And there's a concept within cybersecurity known as a CI triad. Great. So thank you. That that helps us really jump into
1: this um, because the goal of information security is to protect that information from being stolen or from being compromised. And you just mentioned the CIA triad of information security. So talk to us about that and how does it benefit our listeners today?
0: Yeah, so first off, just to clear everything up, the CIA triad has nothing to do with the Central Intelligence Agency. Um, It's actually just a model, a concept, if you will. Uh, Each component of the triad forms like a triangle. Um, And it represents a principle of information security or cybersecurity. Uh, The C is for confidentiality, and that relates around like keeping data private. Everybody, you know, wants their data to remain private, especially, you know, social security numbers, anything like that. Absolutely. Um, The I stands for integrity, and that um, refers to ensuring sensitive data is protected from unauthorized access. You want to make sure that your data isn't. Off or isn't accessed by anybody that shouldn't have access to it. And uh, last, but certainly not least, is the A, which is availability. We all know data is king, data makes the world go round, but if the data isn't available when you need it, it's basically worthless. So uh, cybersecurity as a whole aims to wrap all of your confidential data in controls that provide those three principles so you can ensure that your data is private, hasn't been altered in any way that um, is unauthorized and available when you need it. Uh, All of those principles, when you combine them together, provide the protection against cyber monsters that are lurking out there. Uh So you talk about these cyber monsters and
1: uh, I've seen a presentation that you have um, put together uh, and I love how how you describe (laughs) the cyber monsters. Uh, that we should really be afraid of. And so what I'd like you to do for the listeners today is introduce us uh, to these monsters and help us understand why we should be afraid of them and what is it that they really want from us.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Um, Janet, do you like scary movies by any chance? Not really. <laughs> all right. So I, I grew up loving scary movies. Some of my favorite were, you know, Jason, Michael Myers, those guys. They're all pretty scary. Uh, but the, the, the monsters we have here in the cyber world are, are much scarier. Um, we'll start off with one that we refer to as Count Hakula. Um, he likes to use the most common and effective tools in cyber criminals' arsenal. This ranges from social engineering Uh, all the way down to phishing, social engineering is actually a form of using deception to manipulate individuals into disclosing sensitive information. Uh, You guys have probably seen or had an email come in, text message come in that's trying to get you to act on something urgent. Uh, That's social engineering, a phone call saying you've lost your account number, need to reset your password. That's uh, Count Hakula and his cohorts. Uh, a wooden state doesn't really help you with hackula, but you can protect your systems and data by using secure passwords and security awareness training to look past his mesmerizing gaze. Next up is Frankenfisher. Uh, he's one scary monster. He's stitched together from all of the dangerous pieces of phishing emails. Phishing, believe it or not, is actually the number one method cyber criminals use to gain access to your data. Um, you can put layers and layers and layers of controls and security tools in place, but just a simple click of a link in a phishing email can be the catalyst to bypass all of those protections you put in place. Um, one interesting fact about phishing emails is most of the time they include red flags, what we refer to as red flags that you can use to protect yourself from falling victim to Franken Fisher and his cohorts. Some of the things to look for that can keep you protected is um, the email will kind of want to entice you to click on the links or an attachment. Um, one of the funny ones I always refer to is, you know, if you ever receive an email that says you've won some money or won anything yes. in general just about, <laughs> um, it, it's definitely worth the more thorough examination before you click anything. And uh, cyber criminals have got really, really smart in the way they approach these things. And they ought like to use a sense of urgency Uh, to trick you into doing what they want you to do Um, they're really good on playing on people's emotions Mm -hmm. and they understand that people in general want to do the right thing they want to be helpful they want to want to just do the right thing basically and and they'll they'll entice you with uh, urgency Uh, they'll they'll Pretend to be somebody important, the yeah. CEO of the company or whatever that needs you to do something in a defined amount of time. So if you see anything in your emails, like you have 24 hours, you have 48 hours, whatever the time frame is, use that as a as a something as a red flag going off in your head to, to you know, pay close attention, make sure you're vetting where it came from before you click anything.
1: Well, you you say that, Mike, and that actually happened um, last week. Uh, receiving a message as if it came from the CEO. So yeah. totally understand that. And we need to be aware of that. So thank you for sharing that.
0: Definitely. And then the last monster I have to introduce you all to, um, he's probably the most scary of all. He's called Ransom Wolf. Man, let just send shivers <laughs> over my spot. Um, This monster doesn't just want to steal your data. He wants to hold it hostage and demand a ransom be paid before you can even get it back. And even if you pay the ransom, more times than not, they're going to leak the information on the dark web anyways. Uh, They do this by infiltrating your network, gaining access to your data, and then they'll encrypt it. And the only way to get access back to that is pay the ransom and hope they provide the keys to decrypt your data. Um, Or you rebuild from scratch. E- either way, it's not a good situation. Uh, ransomwares became big business. It's, it's actually taken over as one of the most costly um, cyber events to recover from for companies and individuals also. CrowdStrike, which is a pretty, pretty significant uh, security company in, in the security realm, recently did a survey and they put out that the average ransom payment to recover is $1.7 million for a company wow. which is pretty pretty large and that's average so that's a big number it's um and it's growing every day they're getting more sophisticated um there's things out now called ransomware gangs so they've taken this uh you know idea of people in their basement or whatever and hacking and turned it into a actual legitimate business they have support desks they have ways to ensure that they're rent- somewhere is detonating the way it wants to. It's, uh, it's quite sophisticated compared to what it has been in the past few years. I think exactly
1: what we said early on as we got started is these threats, they're scary and they're coming and they're coming every single day. Um, and it's happening to, to almost everyone. So thank you for sharing that, sharing some of those red flags. So let me ask you this, Mike. So many, there's many individuals out there that will choose to not partner with a cybersecurity vendor and they might prefer to do do-it-yourself type cybersecurity. So what resources would you recommend to maybe one of our listeners that's a small business owner or is looking to go into business or just a regular consumer? So for example, can you share with us any Blogs, any trusted websites, or even podcasts that our listeners c- can refer to?
0: Definitely. Um, I think, uh, speaking on top of that a little bit, uh, I think the first thing to understand is just you have to believe and buy in, in a buy-in that cybersecurity is everyone's responsibility. You know, long, long gone are the days where you had, have a dedicated security team. It, it's, it's grown so exponentially over the past few years that you need something partners, Um, you can have, as I mentioned earlier, layers and layers of controls and technology and just everything in place. But the human element still remains the first piece that is usually attacked and and successful. Um, Accepting that and just staying up to date on the tricks that cyber criminals are using. Uh, Some of the resources I personally use to stay up to date include websites such as Bleeping Computer, which I love that name because that's how you feel most days. Uh, when you're dealing with computers, um, Dark Reading is another one that has up to date um, information about threat actors and what's going on just globally from a uh, threat intelligence point of view. And then, if you're curious at all about the hacking culture and just things uh, you have to know your enemy, uh, there's a podcast called Darknet Diaries. And they, a lot like we're doing now, they tell true stories of uh, hacking. Pen testing, just security in general, and uh, it, it, they do it in a unique way that is uh, very interesting.
1: And what was that one again?
0: Darknet uh, Dark diaries. Okay. Like I said, they can't. They all have their own way to present that information. Uh, they'll help you understand your adversary, how they're attacking, and what you can do to uh, uh, help protect yourself. And finally, I would say, you know, just in general, stop. You know, if, if your gut is telling you something seems off about this, just stop, take a minute, look, think, especially when you you're your, your looking at email, a text message, or even online messaging. I mean, you know, <laughs> WhatsApp, all of that stuff is coming out. Um, there's three simple steps I always say to do is stop, look, and think. And if you do that, you'll, you'll go a long way in helping to prevent yourself from being tricked into becoming a victim.
1: Stop, look and think. I like it. It's almost like like
0: crossing
1: the road. (laughs) I like it. I like it. So Mike, as we wrap up and thank you so much for, um, just being a wealth of, uh, information for us today, but as we wrap up, what, what would be your top takeaways for our listeners today?
0: Uh, the big one would be to, to ensure that you're you're staying on top of everything that that you can utilize the resources we mentioned. Uh, there's many more out there also. Um, honestly, partnering with some sort of security vendor, even if it's for periodic uh, um, vulnerability management testing, things like that, and and ensuring that yourself and your employees, if you're running your own business, that 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 they're being made aware that they're doing security awareness training because they're going to be the first line. They're they're the ones that are going to see most of the attacks. And if they're not trained well and able to spot out these red flags that we've talked about, um, you're not going to be successful. So ensuring that they are up to speed is the best course of action.
1: Awesome. Well, Mike, look, this has all been great information. Thank you for increasing our awareness, as well as understanding of cybersecurity. It's clear to me uh, that each of us have a part to play in keeping ourselves as well as others safe. Here at UK Federal Credit Union, we want to empower you and help you keep your assets and financial information safe and secure online. Thank you all for joining me here today with our Money Goals podcast.